0: Aloha!
1: Hello and welcome. We are back from the BallerLifestyle.com. This is my mic arm is all out of whack. I think this is okay. From the BallerLifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode number 476 of the podcast. If you have not already, go back and check out episode number 475. We reviewed the fantastic Fever Dream Sylvester Stallone 1986 classic Cobra. I haven't gotten as much blowback as I normally do because usually everyone's like, how come you didn't have me on? To do it and a lot of people have suggested that movies that movie over the years look I am not the best at staying organized but we did have a fantastic guest and uh, I hope you guys liked it I thought it was really funny if you would like to remark about that show or any other one you can always send us an email I notice more people are leaning into voicemail these days which is also good uh, mailbag at the barlifestyle.com is the email address you can also call us and leave us a voicemail 949-464-TBLS as always I encourage you to subscribe to the bonus content that we do five bucks a month or 55 bucks a year available to you via the link in your show notes or go to the baller click the link at the top of the page And we can discuss. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy?
2: I'm doing well. Um, I have a question for you. Um, Do you... So, I just read when I was sitting down, like, somebody tweeted about it, like, Taylor Swift has broken up with someone I had Uh, never heard of, but, like, do you think... I know she's crazy... Rich, popular, like obviously rich, but crazy popular. And like she just played in uh, MetLife right by me. And like the buzz about like, hey, somebody's taking their daughter. And does anyone know where I can get tickets for my daughter and blah, blah, blah? I know it's crazy popular. I know all the Ticketmaster stuff. But like, uh, do we know about. I, I, I didn't I don't think she's dating somebody super famous that she's broke up with, but like we hear about every relationship and like, yeah. it's a big deal. Is it just cause she's so famous that it's talked about or like, like why do people care that much? I think,
1: well, that's a good question. Cause I don't care. I mean, I assume we know about it because she pushes this information out Yeah, like via her I, machine.
2: I, I don't know. I don't know like what precedent it is. Like, yeah. Who's similar like Bieber. Like we did, we did hear about that, but I I don't know. Like what about Madonna?
3: Madonna used to
2: fuck a lot, but we'd hear about some of it. I feel like I'm hearing about who's everyone. Was it Maddie Healy? I don't know. Like we're hearing about every detail, like people date Uh, for a few weeks and then not. And it's like, I read a headline and I don't, You know, I'm not on, like, the type of websites that she would, that type of information would be on. And it's like, uh, they're inseparable. Stop. She and Maddie Healy are inseparable. I read that somewhere. Like It was sad. Like, it was in a real publication. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, I just read tonight they broke up. They were together like a week. Right. Inseparable. Inseparable. Right. I never
1: heard of the guy or the band. I don't know anything yeah. about him. I'm. I'm Addie yeah.
2: Healy, I think he was the guy that exploited the uh, Three Stooges in the 30s. <laughs> Possibly. No that, was, that, no, that was Ted Healy. Oh, so. Ted Healy. Very close.
1: Very close. I don't know. I don't know who he is. I don't. I assume all these things are made up. I one time heard. It, oh, my
2: God. The, pen. the pen's pen been dropped. I swear to
1: God, I don't do that on purpose.
2: I, you know how we, we hear yeah. about Tom Cruise, but yeah. we know it's like a whole beard PR yeah. thing. Yeah. But like we're, we're getting buzzed with info on guys named Pat, uh, Maddie Healy. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Why would we care? Like, that's not a big score for her. And also, she just broke up with some dude. And I didn't know who that was either. I once heard that, that Julia Roberts and Benjamin Bratt... Oh yeah, who I think was on Law and Order, but I, of course, only know him from the great Blood in Blood Out, Bound by Honor.
2: Yeah. Isai,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin Bratt and Julie Roberts, who were a couple for like many years, only ever interacted when they were on a red carpet. They were they were a completely <laughs> invented, and you could see what's in it for Benjamin Bratt. He's he was
2: kind of well known, but he's he was not kinda super well known. Yeah, yeah. Good looking. Yeah, good look. There couldn't have there couldn't have been stunt casting when it came to Lyle Lovett. Like that right. must have been that, a real. That to, right, that had to be real because because Lyle Lovett he's he's from Texas and he's an all shucks
1: type of dude, and he's he wouldn't see the benefit in that where he's like oh I oh wait I could raise my profile and he doesn't have a publicist or anything like that. So similar like Matt Healy, I get that it's good for him, but then is it like a week in he's like ah, actually you know what. This is kind of a lot. I'm out, and then they yeah. just they just she's, say they broke up. She's
2: got a she's got a long back. I can't take it. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, she looks like a mop. Um, no, it's really it is so it's such a weird world when everything is manufactured around you and your whole life is manufactured, and it's like I have to be, I have to have another person in my life right away, and they have to be. Sort of famous, but not more famous than me. It's just so fucking weird. But the answer is, I don't know. I don't know anything about any of these
2: people. Another question I have for you. Yeah. Uh, another article I was just perusing through the Washington Post and found a like a DC area crime. Oh yeah. Woman accused of dismembering and grilling remains of seventy one year old mother. <sighs> wow. It's yeah. It's so much work. She did There's, a bad job. To, if if you need yeah. like. This is horrible to admit, yeah. but I've thought about how easy I could pull off a murder. Oh yeah. it's not and that like easy. Dis, dis, dismembering and grilling that's a lot of work. How many bones do we have? Yeah. Like that's a lot of work to get it into the grill. I assume like yeah, she chopped into pieces. you take you take your 71 year- old mom on a hike. Oh where there's like a high cliff and you do a little bump. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly.
1: You make it look like an you take, accident. You take them on a cruise. Yeah, so cruise, definitely. We just, some guys. <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing the there's, story we might have. Murder by spouse, very common on cruises. I, I mean, this these days, with DNA. There are cameras, there's yeah, cameras everywhere. Ring cameras. There's just no getting away with murder unless you do it in a small town where nobody ever gets murdered.
2: Hyattsville, Maryland is like, out of the place. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh. It, that's
0: that, oh, that where, it where the uh, woman did. Oh.
2: Um, that wasn't far from University of Maryland, but it was between University of Maryland and D.C. Yeah. So, like, it's very heavily populated. Right. Yeah, it's not a good. I mean, this. this... You wouldn't imagine there's a ton of ring cameras there. Yeah. If yeah. you can picture the neighborhood. But, it, like. Do we know if this is a. um I'm um, a crazy woman
1: or a I need to still keep uh, collecting her no. social security murder.
2: I have to think it's a totally normal yeah. m- woman who dismembered <laughs> and grilled her 71-year-old mother. No the, craziness there. The for dis- sure. Like,
1: Look, I'm not fucking Jack the Ripper over here. Like, I, I have it's a lot no, of work. I have no medical training. Like, I have a hard time. Sometimes if I buy the whole chicken... And I go to cut up the whole chicken. It's I can't figure out how to get the get the um, the shoulder off the breast. You know, you got to get the knife like right there in the right spot and kind of pop it off. That's that's a difficult cut for me. Now multiply that times the size of a human being. Impossible. There's tendons. There's yeah. ligaments. Don't even get me going on the organs. That's a fucking big old pile of mess. The organs, especially. With Are the modern have, American diet, they're
2: covered in fat. Your organs, I don't know the exact, but I know it's over two hundred, like the low two hundreds in bones. Yeah, it is. It's like so two something. Yeah, two two o five. yeah, but like, it's it's a lot to get through. There's bones everywhere, uh, and like you said, tendons yeah. and yeah, I, you you need a like a healthy set of saws and and knives. She was working yeah. on this for a long time. Yeah. No, it's a lot, and it's,
1: it's, like, if you're thinking about Uh it that much, like, there's got to be an easier way.
2: There's always an easier way. She's grilling. Okay, upon arrival at the home, police said the 44-year-old Candace Craig, the daughter Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. Margaret Craig, Mm -hmm. R.I.P., the Craigs, she opened the door, she allowed officers access to them, oh, sure, come come on in, and they immediately noticed the smell of decomposition in the basement. (laughs)
1: I mean, this is this is what happens at the end of uh, Silence of the Lambs. He, right. he lets her right in. Hey, come on yeah. in. He tries to play it off. Well, sure, big old fat person. Lets her right in, and, and she and she sees that some of the telltale signs. She knows what's up.
2: So much work. Police said they found a cover to the chainsaw, cutting chainsaw. utensils, cleaning materials, blood spatter it's throughout splashing. the basement. She... Hey, listen. Anyone who's watched an episode of Dexter knows there's a lot of blood spatter everywhere.
1: Nine pints or something. There's you getting yeah. blood everywhere, and and these days they can find of the fucking head of a pin with that with that, that light situation that they do. They'll know oh, where the right. blood is.
2: Yeah, the Craig family really just didn't. Yeah, didn't have a the the relationships that you really need to do to Very survive. Sad.
1: Very sad. It's so you know a, a couple. Weeks ago, I mentioned on the show how one of my one of my fitness gurus on Instagram, Doctor Jim Jim Stepani, we're talking about gummy bears, and I was saying how he recommends a handful of gummy bears after your workout. And I don't don't know the fucking science of it. It's something about the dextrose. Like you gotta, you're like you need to jack your insulin because you just worked out to feed your muscles.
2: And I was that's, saying that's really good because uh, this week I've been having handfuls of gummy bears yeah, after each workout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe perhaps too many yeah, handfuls.
1: Yeah. So this, I was away and I get back today and I, uh, I get a I got a box to my office. I open it up and this super Lee has sent a, a pillowcase. Put it, put it with capital
2: S in super Lee. Yeah a, a, a pillowcase size five bag pounds, five pounds five, of guys. And you know what? <laughs> so e- many, what I'm good
1: at Ed is I'm good at not starting. So if we, if we go, Oh, Hey, do you want to go to the ball game? And I go, yeah, but I'm just been drinking a lot lately. So I'm, I'll go to the game, but I'm not going to drink. And if I make okay. that declaration, then it's pretty easy for me to not drink. But right. if I if I go in wishy-washy and I go I might have a beer and I end up having one, then I'm having four the floodgates have opened always and so yeah. I get and I'm almost like oh, I go- was gonna go to the gym today but I got kind of busy so I go ah, like how soft can these can these gummy bears actually be
2: you know? and, and they're like, upstairs what's the brand I I don't Albanese. Know, but- Albanese, oh my God, these things are good. To like twelve flavors, yeah, they're so good. They're so good. They're and so they're good. And they're so
1: soft. So soft. <laughs> they're so soft. So I go. I go. Oh, I'll just have a few. I fuck. I end up having like five handfuls
2: over the course of the day. They're these too good. Fi- I. I know people think they know what five pounds of gummy bears are, but you don't. don't. It's just it's so many I can't even imagine the number of gummy bears in that in that pillowcase. It was such
1: it was such I didn't know it was five pounds. It was such a heavy bag. I was like, What is this? Like a pound? What is this? Like ten pounds? Like I I couldn't do the math on it. I had to actually read the label.
2: Yeah, I just read the label. I can't tell either. But it's it's when you get a bag of regular gummy bears it's just some ounces, like yeah. some ounces. Yeah. F- yeah. I don't know, four, yeah. six. This is five pounds. It's crazy how many gummy bears there. It's are.
1: It's so many gummy bears, and they're so good. And I didn't know my, these. Yeah, I didn't know this existed. I'm just,
2: I'm just grazing.
1: Same. I just keep
2: on grazing Same. these gummy bears.
1: Same. I got to get my kids. Oh, my kids aren't here. I got to get my kids over here to eat some of these gummy bears, so I don't have to eat them. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow, but I'm specifically gonna only have with me exactly enough to have like 10 gummy bears after my lifting session.
2: So that also and your guru, your yeah. guru tells me that I'm allowed to just eat eat after a workout, eat that's, some gummy bears. That's what he says. Yeah, he's that's okay. the
1: that's the only time you want to you want to raise your insulin levels is right when you've right when you've uh worked all your muscles and they're, you know, I don't know. I don't ask me the details.
2: But then that me ma- is amazing.
1: He's the best. But then that reminded me of what uh, on our Cobra review, a thing that Zach Xavier said about fucking eating ice cream, uh, an ice cream hack. Ice cream oh, topped,
2: fruit topped with a fruit roll up. That I still I, yes, I have trouble with. I know. Comprehending. Same, same. I totally agree with you, but I'm
1: kind of Intrigued. Kind of thinking about trying it. There was a time when Caleb, our dear friend Caleb from Western Kabuki, came on this show, mm-hmm. and he said, "If you're in a pinch, don't sleep on ordering a pizza from Seven Eleven, DoorDash." And you know what? Yeah. I did it. No. I did it, and, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. What? It was. It was. It wasn't like as good as a real pizza but it was way better than any kind of, um, freezer pizza. It was like, yeah, it was like in between that. Yeah. It was like, it was like, not bad. It was, and it was like seven bucks. Although with the delivery charges, it somehow came out to 47 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) So look, I'm not above it, but it's, it's a lot. You're like, I do I have to go transact
2: these things. Like it's hard. I'm not above anything, but I do worry that, Every food in Seven Eleven seems to be sitting there for I eight know. years. I know. That's the only thing I'm yeah. like. Huh? Yeah,
1: it's like if only there's a trick that you get you get them to bake a fresh one.
2: Like if you know somebody who works there, yeah. and they're like, "Throw oh, one in for me Tuesday nights at six o'clock." That's always yeah. when you know how they'll say, "Like oh, that's the time you always yeah. order." I mean, Back. it's just it's probably just like anything. You could call
1: ahead. And be like, "Hey, Sev, en route. This is Brian. Throw a pizza in for me. I'm gonna come get it. They'll probably do that.
2: They'll probably make you a fresh one if you want. Mm, I would say depends because the Seven Eleven by me, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> Did, get that vibe that they're willing to, to help. Do they have phones? Uh, they probably have phones, but they don't seem like they're super friendly about it. Like, I'll go in there occasionally to get, like, a Gatorade for my yeah. son yeah. when he's headed to a game. It's, like, near where he plays soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And they they never yeah. seem like... like it, not super friendly. You know, it, fe- it feels like you've seen those, like, movies where somebody has had a lobotomy, yeah. and it, like, yeah. feels like kind of that. Like, they yeah. can process your order, but yeah. not much else. 7-Eleven
1: isn't as prolific as it was back in the day i mean they, they used back to be on every corner everywhere. yeah yeah there I'm, I'm reminded of a story so one time i'm probably about 15 years old mm-hmm. and Me and a couple buddies we're out front of a 7-eleven we're trying to get somebody to buy us some beer and these unscrupulous looking gentlemen come up and my my buddy zach who's no longer with us r.i.p zach r.i.p zach yeah, yeah my buddy zach he uh he hits him up and he's like hey can you get us a it's probably mgd it, it, also this was back in the day of suitcases where you could get a 24 pack now now there's there's 18 and sometimes there's 30 but that's more there's of a 30s. grocery store item yeah this was the yeah. 24 pack days a suitcase so he's like hey can you get us a suitcase might have been bud dry this could have been a bud dry era and these, there was, these
2: a, there was a high point for dry beers.
1: Yeah, there was. And these somewhat unscrupulous looking adult men were like, yeah, no problem. So we give them the money and then they come out. They come back out. And this should have been a tell, but we were 15 and this was a 7 Eleven. They come back out. And I, I had not thought about this in a long time. They come back out and they go, actually, we need more money. And we're like, and I don't know how we had it, but we did. We're like, okay, yeah. Here's some more money. And then about eight seconds later, they walk in and they turn around and they walk out and they walk past us and they jump in a waiting getaway car. Like one of the girl, the girlfriend was waiting outside for him. And they take off with their money. At which point Zach, who was not a pussy took his skateboard and threw it through the rear windshield of their vehicle,
2: <laughs> and he connected. He connected. It didn't. Qu- it didn't I quite go. Th- had a boy Zach. Yeah, it
1: didn't quite go. Well, it did- hold on. It didn't oh, quite no. go through the rear windshield, but like the like the whe- like one wheel and part of the truck like smashed through it, and then it fell to the ground. It was broken. I mean, he fucked it up good. So you're like, oh, well, that's that'll be that. Except then the guys got out. And the the lady driver must have popped the trunk for him because they ran around to the back of the vehicle. And I don't know why they needed these items, because they were full grown adult men who had clearly done time in prison and were probably on PCP. They reached into the trunk and one of them grabbed a crowbar. Whoa. And the other one grabbed a hammer. And they chased us and they weren't really looking towards me or my other buddy. Lee was my buddy Spence. You can attest to this. He's he's still with us. Yeah, they were going straight for Zach.
2: He's, he also uh, ate your semen in the in the <laughs> right. No. Didn't you guys all play no. coming a crack. No. or something <laughs> in the food no. classroom. No, that was, that was saliva.
1: That was, that was a saliva situation, no.
2: and that was my no. buddy. <laughs> that wait. was <laughs> wait a few more years. That we'll we'll get the truth.
1: It was not. There's no semen involved. How are you gonna jerk off in Homec? They cha- They chased. him. This is how I'm getting back to Seven Eleven. They chased him inside. He ran back into the Seven Eleven and leapt behind the counter. Wow! While these guys chased him around with a with a hammer and a and a uh, crowbar. Somehow he was able to escape. I was long gone by that point. I met up with him later. But, uh, yeah, that's my, that's, that's how ubiquitous. Hammer and Crowbar, yeah. Is this the Manson family? You yeah. Yeah, that? yeah. And they were, and look, they didn't need, they didn't need weapons. Zach was about five one. Like it was <laughs> like, he was easily defeatable by two grown adult men, but I guess he showed his, his bona fides with that skateboard through the back windshield. It was, it's it a, was, boss was a night. Yeah. It was a night. Uh, okay. Let's talk about
2: who died. Wait. Yes, I see on your. Uh, oh
1: well, there's notes. one more thing I want to discuss.
2: You want to add that to the beginning <laughs> of sports? Yeah.
1: Okay, we could talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Let's talk about who died.
2: Just
0: tell us who was dead now.
1: Segment.
2: Very sad. Very sad.
1: And it will not be an update on who's alive. <laughs> no, it's a tragic update. Right. Tragic Tragic. Update. tragic,
0: Cause tragic. tragic. Cause
1: <laughs> and daily has been keeping up on who just died.
0: Yep. Cause yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. On which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died Who died. Who died.
0: Yeah. Tell me who died Who died?
1: had who died this week?
2: Well, I got a late breaker. Oh! This afternoon, right after I hit send, I saw this pop up. This was someone that was confused with a football player with the same name and the same town. Remember the old Giants uh, manager, Roger Craig? Oh, yeah, Roger Craig. And, and, and the... Um, San Francisco 49er, running back, Hall of Famer, yeah. Roger Craig. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but 1,000 yards receiving and rushing yeah. the same season. Yeah. That was like a big deal. But Roger Craig, if you told me that he yeah. never got to sweat out Y2K, I would have believed you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, he was the manager during <laughs> the 89 Quake World Series. Yes, he was. He was. And he looked he looked like not good. Yeah. But he died he at old. 93 just today or yesterday
1: so look and I don't want my dear friend G fish to be able to make fun of me but now so now it's 2023. 1988 that was 35 years ago so that yeah. means if he was 93 as of oh. two days ago 93 yeah, was, less 35. He was, he was 58. wow so younger than Brad Pitt is right now.
2: <laughs> younger you than George Clooney. It, if you look at an 89 tops Roger Craig yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, he totally looks younger, yeah. than, <laughs> younger than Tom
1: Cruise. Yeah. George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Roger Craig. I mean, I was a big dog. This is, you know, the height of my Dodger fandom. And I really hated his guts and it would bother me because he was the manager of the giants. It would bother me that he was they would always mention how he was a former Dodger he'd played for the Dodgers and was now managing the Giants and I I just I thought think that they was sick one he
2: won he won 3 or 4 yeah. world series yeah. or something like could a, be. Uh, like a lot
1: could be the other Roger Craig he's still with a 62 years old Davenport Iowa San Francisco 49ers
2: he was great
1: 73 career touchdowns it was the, it was the, the origins of the, it was the at original the same time. Yeah. It was the original West coast. office Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Save some first names for the rest of us guys. Roger Craig's. It's always a little I like, weird.
2: I like anytime like you hear uh, two guys with the same last name and they're like no relation. Yeah. And one guy's white and one guy's black. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I got, yeah, I we got, got it. That. Yeah. <laughs> that is, like is always fun are, johnson and johnson right yeah yeah exactly uh we lost so we i feel like this happens to us a lot this is the yeah. curse of our show yeah we when were we talking take, about like when we take well two things yeah. when we talk about someone yeah. they're on the clock but when we do like we have to take a week off we 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 just load a, a movie episode in yeah. there so we yeah. we're not current for that week we lost a massive person, Tina Turner. Yeah. We had been talking about Ike. We yeah. took a week off and yeah. she died like two days after that. Yeah. Uh,
1: didn't see that one coming. I mean, 83, good long life. I mean, I what a fucking think, legend.
2: Yeah, legend. I yeah. feel like um, I read last year she's not making public appearances anymore. Yeah. Like she's, she, she was not doing well. Yeah. But, just a ridiculous talent and ridiculous like when she she had that second moment when we were we were kids she was like very seasoned yes yeah, she was yes yeah, she was when she's 83 that, yeah. this was like 40
1: yeah. years ago yeah. When yeah.
2: she. she I, I thought about that she was considered very old
1: they're like oh can you believe it she still has those great legs she was like 43
2: she was forty three, yeah. but like she, she got famous with Ike, like yeah. Rolling on a River. She was like nineteen. Yeah, she was. That was a long time. Yeah, between hits, and then she was massive for a few years in the 80s. huge. Oh yeah, huge. She did that. Um,
1: that Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Right. You know, we don't she don't was not that another hero. Yeah, she was, was acting. That? She was fucking selling records. She was selling a lot of records. Yeah. She Big-time also talent. also at one time. Um, Had a chance to visit the city of Zurich, Switzerland, and I did the uh, the architectural boat tour, and they pointed out her home. She lived there on the lake in Zurich, Switzerland. As does uh, Phil Collins, who is, if you've
2: seen him lately, yeah, he (sighs) can't be far behind. No, he's he's. There
1: might be something in the water in uh, Lake Zurich.
2: Mm. Uh, We also lost Marlene Clark, Lamont's girlfriend on Sanford and Son. 85, if you look at old pictures of her, she was, uh, she was quite a talented young lady. Let's
1: have a look here.
2: Oh, Marlene, yeah. yeah. Lamont. Man. Lamont was doing now, I'm pretty sure Lamont's no longer with us because I think he was living a pretty fast lifestyle yeah. in the Sanford and Sons day, days in the 70s. He
1: was probably making like two grand a week back then, and that was some think, fucking money.
2: I, and I think he was he was snorting Yeah, uh, two grand a week. He,
1: you sent me that thing and actually a, a couple other people sent me uh, like a – it was like a, just, tic, a TikTok
2: that told you the skipper was like 41.
1: Se, 76. Oh, Lamont's
2: still alive? Demon Wilson, he, he definitely like found God and like cleaned up yeah. because he was – I remember all I read was like he was out of his mind on – Oh, oh, yeah. On Sanford and Son. This
1: um, Marlene Clark, beautiful skin, RIP. And Fred Sanford, I mean, he's long dead, but he was like in his late 40s when he was on that show. When he was playing an old ass man, you're like, oh, of course he's dead. <laughs> it's uh i don't have a dvr anymore so i'd have to go looking for it but when i did have a dvr i would just record like random old shows like that like sanford and son i would throw it on as i was going to bed and just really i couldn't recommend anything more it's like just so delightful
2: it was fun like he was abusive in a fun way yeah it's great um this is this is just for me my rp mike young mid-80s orioles outfielder 63 years old what i remember about him he reminds me of an era do you remember like there have been when guys were juicing and then there were a couple juice ball years where like everybody was hitting homers in 1987 this dude like out of nowhere hit like 30 and everybody's like what who's he but there are some eras, and then major league baseball even like i think like three years ago or two years ago yeah. And like Major League Baseball refuses to acknowledge that like they fuck with the ball. Oh yeah. Like, every once in a while they do it. They fuck uh, with the ball they do. and like every ball is a home run.
1: They they move it to um they they go oh we got a new factory. Where they're yeah. being made in a different place. I don't remember this guy, Mike Young.
2: You probably wouldn't unless you were a big fan of the Orioles in the eighties. Like he he probably yeah. had like three years that were good or yeah. maybe two. Yeah. But one of them was the juice ball era, and it yeah. was like, Oh my god, this guy's bombing it. Yeah.
1: Twenty-eight um, home runs, nineteen eighty-five. I do remember what's yeah. his name? Brady from UCI, center fielder Brady. Anderson.
2: Anderson. Anderson. And I think i pointed this out on the show, but I remember when like sports illustrated did a profile on him in the middle of that 50 yeah. home run season. Yeah. They're like, how do you do it? And he goes, yeah. you know, I just learned how to hit power yeah. this off season. I spent with Barry Bonds and he yeah. taught me how to wait on your pitches yeah. and swing a little faster. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, yeah. that's what Barry Bonds taught you.
1: Literally the only uh, power season Brady, Brady Anderson had, although uh, right. according to a, uh, Departed uh, former personality on this show, Brady Anderson was uh, swinging a big bat everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Big one. Uh, R.I.P. Norma Hunt, the floor matriarch of the chief family, 85 years old. Uh, so she was famous for marrying That'd a be, rich dude. Yeah, being rich, being rich, uh, owning the chiefs. Good for them. R.I.P. Sergio Calderon, character actor from Men in Black, Pirates of the Caribbean, 77 years old. You've seen him in something. Yeah. Just a character actor. Yeah.
1: It's always sad to see those guys go. Although a lot of times, like when we're reviewing um like when we're reviewing The Last Dragon, we assume that these character actors have passed long before they actually have, <laughs> and they're actually <laughs> just still alive and fine. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah. He you looks like them. an old Spanish guy. Yep.
2: Yeah. He's just been in stuff. He was in that tower heist with Ben Stiller yeah. and Eddie Murphy. He's, he's been in stuff. Did a
1: stint on the A-team classic. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, okay, let's talk some sports.
0: My name is
1: Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try
2: If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a
1: man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own joy on DVD Yeah, before we... Before we jump into this, and I can't. I think it might have been our dear friend Maddie LeBron, the one in Canada who fucked you on that book plate at one time with the shipping. <laughs> Good guy. Great guy. Great guy. I think he might have sent me this. Uh Lewis Hamilton is, you know, it's like, look, I, you know, he came for Rihanna, and I, you know, I did not say anything. And then he <laughs> and then he came for some other. Models that you know I was vaguely familiar with that were very hot, and there were others, and you know, and and then finally he came for Shakira, and there was no one left to speak because I didn't talk the first time, and Shakira's <laughs> ours, Ed. I don't, I don't want Lewis Hamilton to get our Shakira. This guy, and, and here's the thing, it's the, better than Tom Cruise. That's well, yeah, but but Shakira's she's, you know, she's worldly, Ed. Like she's not. She doesn't need Tom Cruise. She, want, right. she wants a real but, man.
2: But at the same time, yeah. if you're worldly, yeah. you give a shit way more yeah. about F1. F1.
1: Yeah, and I believe they were in Spain this weekend where despite I'm her tax woes...
2: At, I'm looking at the Google image search. Yeah. Like He's a good looking dude. No, he's he handsome. Might be, he might be tiny, but he's a good looking no, dude. No, he's
1: handsome and he's rich and he's successful. Now, here's the thing. they, are, I, I think they're in season... So because she's was at the race now, he's not he doesn't dominate anymore because they they leveled the playing field. So he when Mercedes when there was no salary cap, so to speak, spending cap for the teams, Mercedes dominated and he won like seven or eight in a row, something like that. Now he's just a really good driver. He's not, I don't think he dominates the circuit anymore. I believe that's Max Verstappen who has no trouble seeing predators. He's like, Hey, somebody's come. I don't even just take the, we don't take the rear view mirrors off the car. I don't, I don't need those to see either side of me. I got that with my eyes, how they are. Uh, so I wonder now that he's not really like fighting for a championship. Does that, does that mean he's fucking even more? I, I would think so. Yeah. He doesn't have to be as locked in. Yeah. God damn. Look, I I'm only mad at him because I'm very jealous that he's apparently
2: getting oh. to sex Shakira. I'm jealous, but yeah. if you, <laughs> yeah. while we were talking about it, yeah. just Google, just remind myself, Shakira's ed. so she's married. She or she's she's dating Lewis Hamilton. Apparently. Good Looking successful, dude. Rich, yep. And Gerard Piquet, <sighs> he just like he went to a L. big downgrade. He took the L, he took a big L. Yeah,
1: took a big L. Look at look at they're like she's got like a little sundress on. This is must be after the race, you know. He's right there, they're drinking. It looks like they got margaritas going or some kind of delicious cocktail. Like, she is primed. I wonder if our buddy yeah. Pete and Pocatello has got any insight on that. I don't, I don't really follow F one, but, uh, oh, oh, they're showing there's TMZ's got like arrows drawn with his arm around her and stuff. Oh my God. Very jealous.
2: It makes sense that. Oh yeah. It does. Yeah. A worldly lady like her might oh, yeah. fall into the F one circuit.
1: Mm. Mm. Oh, it looks like they went boating. Good for her. Good That's, for him.
2: Good for all of them. Yeah. Uh, Scottie Pippen. You know, we've 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 done some stories where he's kind of mouthing off a little bit about Jordan. Yeah. Now on a podcast, he said Michael Jordan was a horrible player and horrible to play with. So now, I think one of those yeah, things probably was true. Yeah.
1: I mean, here's the problem. Here's, this has to be very conflicting for you. Because you hate Scottie Pippen's guts, but you also hate Michael Jordan's guts.
2: No, but I have never ever said Michael Jordan was anything less yeah, than great. phenomenal. Yeah. My yeah. issue is Scottie Pippen yeah. way overrated. But yeah. but Michael Jordan, from everything I have read and heard, like Michael Jordan was a pretty shitty guy to his teammates. Oh, yeah. Like really mean to he his teammates. Punch Steve Kerr in the face. But so the horrible to play with, I can believe that. Oh, yeah. But. It's one thing to not like someone to, to call say he's a horrible player. Like uh, now you just sound like a complete pathetic clown.
1: Remember that game one in against Portland in the 92 finals uh-huh. when With he that had fucking like,
2: annoying shrugging yeah. thing. Fuck <laughs> out of here. He had, Jordan, a, just make your shots and go down the court. He had like 36
1: points in the first half and he was he, he was like, I don't know why I'm so good. He, he had to like shrug to the camera. Yeah. I know. Uh however, speaking on his former Bulls teammate Stacy King's podcast, Give Me the Hot Sauce.
0: <laughs> Who's listening
1: to Stacy King's Give Me the Hot Sauce? How how come I got to beg for 5 bucks a month when Stacy King's
2: Stacey doing King. Give Me the Hot Sauce? Stacy King was the man on the Oklahoma team that right. lost to Danny Manning in That's the 88. Right final uh, Kansas Danny Manning people
1: will just because he got hurt and he still had a great NBA like, career
2: like six games into his Clippers yeah. career that was yeah. the curse of the Clippers yeah he, he got drafted by the Clippers and was like oh sorry he was
1: like that first guy that was six feet ten with handles and a jump shot and just like a compl- like it just take t- took the game to another level because there just weren't guys that
2: big that could move like that and he he won the national title yeah. with like a bunch of tomato cans. He did. Like it was just him.
1: Yeah. No, the guy was great. I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to the Bulls. You guys have seen him play. He was horrible to play with. It was all one on one, shooting bad shots. All of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. He was a player who was really not at the top of his category, it was scoring. This Michael Jordan made I understand what Michael Jordan made Scottie Pippen rich. Like he, like he gotta, he you got to you got to respect the guys that make you rich.
2: League. He was so good. Yeah. He he t- made two players make the NBA All Fifty <laughs> Top team Fifty, when only one of them was NBA All Fifty. <laughs> That's,
1: right. That's right. Yeah, Scottie so, Pippen was.
2: Yeah, he he would be just a fucking role player on a mu- bunch of other yeah. teams. Good good defender. You
1: know, pretty good in the open floor because he's 6'7 and could dribble. But when you, when you got Michael Jordan getting doubled on the other side all the time, you yeah. know, there's a lot of open space in there.
2: And nobody's, plus... worries clamoring for Chuck Person to be the on the all-NBA all-time team. Chuck Person was a better player than this Scottie Pippen. Oh, no, there you go. There, you, the, rifleman? <laughs> the Rifleman? The
1: Rifleman. Rifleman could knock him down. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, what else is going on, Ed?
2: Uh, the NBA... Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Lakers. Yeah. Because it, it looks like Lonzo Ball's career might be done. Toast. Done. And the Lakers blame Lonzo's uh, Lonzo Ball's big baller brand. Uh, what's his dad? Lamar? No. Uh, Those sneakers. Oh,
1: yeah. What's his dad's name? Oh, he had that tooth. Lamar Ball? No. Uh, 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 Lonzo. Lagrarius. Lorenzo, who's the guy, who, uh, the one guy's really good, the guy on the Bobcats, the Hornets LaVar, LaVar LaVar's the dad, yep, he's got that tooth yeah,
2: yeah. <sighs> LaMelo is, is, is a good player but Lonzo is like, and, and still had a pretty good yeah. like, he was nice, career like yeah. a few years, yep. but like yeah. His, his career, like the injuries have already piled up and they blame his big baller brand sneakers yeah. for his injuries. Like now, he, yeah. he tried to have his own brand yeah. right away. Cause yeah. his dad was so mouthy in the beginning. Yeah. He,
1: well, he said that he would, even in games, he would have, it's, he said, no one knows this, but Demo had a backpack. That was like his guy and he had like an extra four pairs of shoes in there because I had to switch them every quarter because they would just rip. I'm like, yo, I'm not playing in them shoes. Like, I don't care, bro, Ball added. Because they're my shoes, I had to debut them. We went so far with it, like, I'm like, cool. I can get a quarter in, but that's it. We got to switch them up every quarter, and nobody noticed, and by the end of that quarter, they were beat up. Now, I'm I'm not... denying that they were bullshit shoes but the but the mailman went to the hall of fame playing in la gears
2: <laughs> you know like i don't know la gears
1: yeah, he, he rocked those la gears and you know he'd pick and roll you all night he was i know i know you <laughs> you classify him as a stack compiler and, and you're he not wrong a compiler, got, for sure yeah he got th- he got 30 and 10 every single night of his
3: career he did the third leading scorer of, 30, of all time. Games.
1: Yeah, and yeah. he impregnated a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> uh, there, there <laughs> is a. The, uh, you remember Martina Hingis? Oh, sure. She her career ended early, and she blamed her shoe contract. Also, I believe she was with K... Capa. K- Kep, oh, I remember
2: Capa. I think she sued them because they they fucked up her feet. Didn't she one time like it was like a random tournament and be like uh you tested positive for cocaine. <laughs> oh she might. Wait, there was something yeah. weird. I oh, hold was on. Like, wow, I didn't I didn't Now I need to
1: know. Martina Hingis shoes. Her, yes. Hingis yeah,
2: now, cocaine, and... adultery, tarnished wow. tennis star Martina Hingis. But they all She, do was, coke. Like, she was like really young. Yeah, she was. But they were all young back then, reacting...
1: Oh, okay, hold on. Defective shoes. Oh, my God, now the link won't open. They don't want me to know. I just want to know what, who... Oh, Italian shoemaker. It's not Sergio Tacchini, is it? He he makes my sweatsuits. It is! Wow. Oh, my God, I mean, he makes fire sweatsuits, unless certain people take a picture of me in them where I look bad... Other than that, but yeah, I don't know if she got money over this. I think she did. Yeah, Sergio Tacchini, my guy. Tennis what star. What kind of f- bullshit is this?
2: She yeah. t- she tested positive for cocaine in 07. She retired in 02. Why are they testing yeah,
1: her? I know. That's so but... fucked up.
2: That's so f- and
1: look, let him live. She's European. They're all doing yeah, cocaine yak over there.
2: Cocaine's not helping you in tennis. Yeah, no, it's making you worse. And they were all doing it. You think oh, yeah. Guillermo Villander? Yes. Oh, yes!
1: Stefan Edberg?
2: <laughs> Bo- Bobo? Boris <Forth> Becker? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, come on. Hingis was forced to withdraw from several tournaments because Takini outvi- outfitted her with defective shoes unsuitable for competition. While competing in the U.S. Open, Hingis suffered a debilitating foot injury. Oh, I bet she you- got some fucked up looking feet, Ed. Say, papers filed in court. <laughs> she, she,
2: she looks like those after pictures of foot binding yeah. in, in Japan. Yeah. He, yes, yes. Hingis had her feet
1: examined by a Manhattan doctor who confirmed that the injury was a chronic one and was being caused by the tennis shoes manufactured by Sergio Takini. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, it doesn't say. This was a while ago.
2: It doesn't say. It probably settled out no. of court, but I bet she got paid. I had another cocaine yeah, uh, how about Jennifer Capriati when she's uh, hanging out with the porn star Dale DeBone? We're talking Dale DeBone again because I'll talk Dale DeBone anytime you want. <laughs> Dale DeBone definitely had
1: cocaine. Oh, Dale DeBone, you know, a hundred percent. There's zero chance that Jennifer Capriati has not done cocaine off Dale DeBones DeBone.
2: DeBone,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. She has snorted yay off his deball sack. Guarantee you. Uh,
2: I I think we do some sad stories, and uh, this is one of the saddest. NBA is investigating referee Eric Lewis after discuss, discovering a Twitter burner account that only seems to defend him. <laughs> <That is so laughs> hey, I wonder if this is fake because <laughs> there's somebody defending a referee. I don't yeah. know. I think Eric Lewis really got that game, right? It,
1: it's like, he, it, he probably had one follower and it was Bill Simmons. Like that's the <laughs> only person I could imagine like being really interested in the ratings of the referees. Like uh, who, that was, this that was a real Eric Allen game. What, like what? And we know, look, if you, you got to listen to that, um, the, Tim Donaghy, Donaghy, they say it both ways, Podcast. podcast, yeah, because he makes a pretty good point for stuff we already know, whether it's the Jordan rules or just regular star treatment. He, he just says it was mandated and you know, the league denies that, but it seems pretty fucking obvious that it's that the star treatment is mandated by the league. And why wouldn't it be? Like this David Stern, he took the he took the league from being on pay per view to or not pay per view tape delay to having it be the biggest sport in the country by marketing the stars. You're not you're not going to want to take the stars out of the games.
2: You want to keep the stars around this burner account. I'm watching. I'm reading it. (laughs) So like they announced the 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 refs for the uh, I guess this is Lakers Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, and then somebody tweeted, Lakers being swept, uh, but at least there's no Eric Lewis. And he immediately repli- re- re- replied, don't think he was ever the problem.
0: <laughs> I love this guy. He's
1: my new favorite ref. I love Eric
2: Lewis. <laughs> How can you be the GOAT when you're 0-2 while refed by Eric Lewis? How is Eric Lewis not in the GOAT combo? And he replied, so you believe anything? Bro, that's not a real stat. Eric Lewis is the goat of
1: referees. <laughs> that is so fucking good. I love that. Uh, now I'm going to follow Eric Lewis's burner account because he's my new favorite ref.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. Eric Lewis. Yeah. He, he, and, it, uh, the in question is Blair Cutliffe. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. But they're, good for you,
1: Eric. They're Lewis. definitely going to learn like um, Blair was his dog's name and Cutliffe is the street that he grew up on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> his porn star name yeah uh my uh, unfortunately the great announcer mike breen had a house fire uh, and he bang. said his wife his wife salvaged an autographed co- jersey by kobe from a house fire and he he, he considers it one of his prized possessions
1: <laughs> honey i got some bad news um while you were on that road trip to indiana <sighs> the whole, whole fucking house burned down they I think it was electrical might have been the christmas tree and we've sadly we've lost all our family Heir- heirlooms and
2: photos and artworks i know i know some pictures of your grandparents yeah. as they yeah. immigrated <laughs> yes <laughs> but don't worry i
1: i was but, able to save your special rapist memorabilia
2: <laughs> silver <laughs> lining so i got an here. autographed towel from veil vale that i <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it now is this like dudes that collect Nazi artifacts? You know, sometimes sometimes I take my chick to the um
2: to, he's like he's like uh the neighbor in American beauty.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, Chris
1: <laughs> Cooper. Sometimes Chris I take Kobe. my chick to the to the to the flea market and there'll be dudes set up with like a lot of like World War II shit there. Like SS, SS stuff. <laughs> yes, like hats and helmets and shit and she'll be like wanting to like confront them about it? And I'm like, no, no. they're just
2: collectors. No, and uh, not only are they just collectors, they've got an itchy trigger for Yeah, they do. They do, yes. They, they, you're, they, you're never sure when you're going to read about a shooting. That's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, right. Swap me type situation. They
1: seem to collect the losing side much more than the winning as as mm-hmm. uh, as often evidenced with the, with the War of Northern Aggression. There's <laughs> just a lot of that Mary, you know if you the the northern memorabilia is just not as valuable as the southern.
2: No. Yeah. It's better to support the traders who That's right. were anti-USA.
1: They're going to rise um, again.
2: An East Carolina pitcher was ejected for giving his teammate a sandwich during a home run celebration. This is fucking amazing because the the ump, hold on, play it. It's a great
1: celebration. Yeah, I'm going to play it here. I'm gonna play it, and then I'll, I'll play by play it for you. Here we go. Oh wait, hold on. This never works the first time. If anybody has ever listened to the show, it's much like dropping the dropping of the pen. Takes a couple tries.
3: At O2 oh gets into one a deep left field, but it's fair. It is gone, and this one is fair. I mean, it's fair and it's
0: gone by just about like that. 10 it's rows. a
3: one-run ball game. Starling's night, Homer, 40th RBI of the year.
0: Oh, this lineup is tough to strike out, and Siebert gets ahead,
1: 0-2. So he comes around. It was a pretty good pitch with a breaking ball, but Star. Not, not a lot, of lot fans there. There. Not a lot, and it's in the south, so you figure it'd be more crowded. But there's about 30 people in the stands. It's a big stadium too, East Carolina. That's they're kind of a baseball powerhouse, I think. I would think so. Yeah, and he uh, he comes around. He and inspecting it. His whole team's there. It and puts he can't it right into the jets. You have to really there be there. looking, but ball. what? <laughs> One of the guys headline. on his team hands him a hot dog. <laughs> the
2: headline said "sandwich." Yeah. a hot dog is not a sandwich.
1: A hot dog is definitely not a sandwich. It's a a hot, hot dog. It's a hot dog. A hot dog, not a sandwich. And anybody that's telling you a hot dog is a sandwich is has an agenda. Right. You t- you take you take you the
2: bun. You, you take yeah. You, yeah. Throw a hot dog on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Also, throw a few pieces of turkey on right. the ground. <laughs> Yes. And then say what's on the ground, yes. and they'll say that's a hot dog, <laughs> and that's a few so, pieces yes, of turkey. Exactly right, exactly right.
1: But this, this, this umpire—he was really what was the other guy's name? He was really Eric Lewis in it because you you had to be looking for this. Even, I had to watch the video a couple times. It wasn't like they did it at home plate,
2: like no, he, and like I when I read the headline, I thought there was a guy like as he's rounding yeah. third, hands him a sandwich, yeah. and he like finishes home with a with a BLT in yeah. his mouth. It's during the like the the greeting totally. line.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought he would cross home plate and somebody'd have a big old dagwood there for him, but you have to really be watching. He runs down the, the handshake line and one of his buddies gives <laughs> him a hot, <laughs> fucking hot dog. And, and the and the ump must have known that that this is something they do because he was looking for it and he tossed him right away. What yeah. a bitch.
0: Such a, a bitch, bitch
2: move. Embarrassing. Uh, there's a Twitter account that says, in fact, he wasn't a bitch. It was a good move, right? Oh, is it his burner account?
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: exactly, yes.
1: I bet, I bet you there are some <laughs> college umpires that have burner accounts. If
2: you're going to have a burner account, yeah. like I think even Durant tried to yeah. sprinkle in some other tweets. Yeah. This guy, his only responses were just defending Eric, Eric yeah. was
1: The best is that the, the burner account people – always accidentally eventually tweet something for their burner account from their regular account or vice versa and then then they end up getting caught
2: patty labelle's son remember there was a controversy where there was there was some like politician with a gay relationship and then there was a burner account defending him and then somehow patty labelle's son got involved and i was like what he, well, he was like, I, uh, he's like, I sucked your dick. <laughs> like, he was, like he put
1: it on front yeah,
2: street. He, he's like Aaron Hernandez's, uh, uh, yes. the high, high school quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were totally just sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. What do you
1: mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you're surprised he was gay, dad. We're, we're <laughs> fucking in the back bedroom. What do, What do you
2: think we did every day after school? <laughs> That's really good. Detroit Tigers reporter Johnny Kane went into the crowd at a Royals game and he got super bent out of shape when a Royals fan cursed (laughs) during a live segment. Hold on. We might have audio
1: of this too. Also, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more. Honestly. Of course. In Major League Baseball, opened back in 1973, but it might become one of the baseball cathedrals that finds itself a victim of the. (laughs) (laughs) Look hang on fellas sorry for that man sorry about well, that
2: well you could just you know, ignore
1: it. It. Just
2: keep, it just keep you
1: know, talking I'm here, ship, so we apologize for the language you guys heard there at home but uh... <laughs> oh he's
2: out in the... i thought he was in the booth he's out he's like the no, side he's, ride reporter he's like, he's like a man in the crowd <laughs> that makes it even more funny <laughs> he's all bummed uh, out i
1: was just mentioning that the team may be moving itself Maybe moving the ballpark uh Oh, he's all flustered, point, he's flustered. downtown. Yeah. So we're located out here in Raytown, which is like in the Truman sports. Club oh, who gives right a next fuck? next to Arrowhead Stadium. So I, I used to cover this team, obviously, for parts of nine seasons. And I'll be honest, there's not a Doggone ton it. to do yeah. in the surrounding areas right yeah. here by the ballpark. But, uh, you know, you come here, it's a destination. So uh, where you come. I, uh, I want to see if he. Oh, he I was hoping they, they would point it. out who the guy was who said, fuck Javi Baez and fuck Detroit. Look, he's not wrong. Fuck Javi Baez. Guys oh, hit a, yeah. guys hit a lot of fucking home runs against the Dodgers in his career before he moved sure. on to Detroit. So you know, look I, I, every every night the um the Dodgers postgame show is like they they have a set behind the bleachers in the in the pavilion there. and you know if the game finishes relatively early, there'll be a big crowd of drunks back there behind the set. I'm surprised there's not more like guys getting you know hot dogs thrown at him and stuff it just it seems like that would happen every night
2: that's like uh nick's post game they always have uh like this show with the back to the street of people spilling out of the stadium yeah yeah there's always people like dry humping nice the windows yeah. behind them like that's that. just it's yeah. what what Sorry. you expect it's great it's so good uh, Clayton Kershaw was not happy that the Dodgers re-invited the sisters or perpetual yeah. indulgence to the uh, LBGTQIA plus night citing that they make fun of his religion. They do. It's, I mean, look, I love Clayton Kershaw. He's a great
1: guy. And I think, and there were some other players that were a, a little more vocal about their snowflakiness over this. Like, I don't, it's, I don't support there's always it's there's always going to be somebody that gets their feelings hurt when something like this happens. It just if somebody's making fun of people whose crime is fucking kids, I just can't be that mad. Right. You know, like it's like they make fun of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is bad. They're bad people. And
2: so it's not they I make think fun it's fun of themselves by by not like there, there's no consequences for bad behavior. So now they have to own all of it. Yeah. Them.
1: Yeah. It's, it's true.
2: It's, it's like bad cops. Yeah. Right. If you just say, well, there's a few bad apples, but you don't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Then all cops get put in the same basket. Yeah.
1: Totally. Same with the fucking priest. Totally. Yeah. I totally agree. And it's, while I'm not offended by it, I still support my buddy Clayton and you know, him sticking his guns there. <laughs>
3: Great
2: guy. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rogers. We were talking about the Taylor Swift cl- concert locally, for me. This is, I mean, Aaron Rodgers did a lot of singing and dancing at crazy. that concert with his buddy Miles Teller. This is crazy. And people filmed it.
1: This is just, this is just crazy. Remember they were... I think Miles Teller...
2: Who did a double date on, uh, with, with yeah. the, the beard like two beards ago? They did, yes, yeah,
1: they did. He, I believe Miles Teller was married or got married? is oh, he no longer? No, no he is. I just I I meant it in the uh in the, in the oh, sense that just, he had been it he happened got at married at time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the time he was being married uh Aaron Rodgers and the girl Shailene Woodley. Yes. accompanied Miles Teller and his new bride on their honeymoon. Why? Yeah, they were in Hawaii. Yeah,
2: that's, that's a totally normal thing to just, <laughs> they're just they're like take a random couple on a honeymoon with you? Yeah, they were
1: like jumping off waterfalls and going on hikes and going to the This was
2: when he, I think this is when he was working on his Halloween costume. It was. I believe this was yeah. the era It was. he was getting it, ready to be John Wick to grow out.
1: Ah oh, man, has there ever been anything like I'm not excited for anybody's Halloween costume. And if you're telling but if you're telling me you're getting ready to do something for Halloween and it's going to take you a year to get ready for it Oh I'm not interested, but I'm not, not interested. Like, I'm kind of like,
2: wow, Like you're, this I, must be spectacular. I appreciate someone committing to a bit. Totally. Yes. bit has got to pay off. Yes.
1: <laughs> like if you showed up, if you didn't tell me you were getting, you were growing your hair out for a year to be something for Halloween. And then you showed up, to my halloween party dressed as john wick i would have to be like so what are you <laughs> like i wouldn't recognize a john wick costume just like think, right away it's just a guy in a suit
2: think about what a sweetheart keanu reeves is and he would probably be like uh that's, that's kind of lame <laughs> it's
1: real stupid, it's real stupid. <laughs> he's like
2: i get paid to dress up like that weirdo <laughs> yeah well he wants us to know yeah he definitely um, does Kenny Wallace quit Fox Sports because he despises airports. It's <laughs> filth. I,
1: I love this. I love... I, I, this is another jealousy situation. I love anybody that's rich enough that can just be like, no, fuck off. I don't want to travel. Like, I'm yeah, not, I, I I can I, live without it.
2: I'm with you. Like, yeah. I, I like that somebody can just say fuck off to anything. I yeah. do think... And it, we've all been in some bad airport experiences. yeah. But I do think seeing how people behave at airports is one of the more telling things about those people. Yeah. Like if you understand certain things aren't out of your control or the gate agent or this or that, like there are some people who are chill and just matter of fact, like this is how it all goes. There's some people who think that they are owed something. Yeah. And they're people who like can't deal with other people. It's it's like very telling about who you are. Yeah, it is, and they're just like dirty. Like you could go on even a
1: short flight somewhere, and when once you get off the flight, you're kind of like ah, I could use a shower. a shower. Yeah, you just yes. got, you got a shower after having traveled in a plane. You feel dirty, and then. You go to a, a hotel room that's, you know, it's probably a
2: nicer hotel, but still, it's like different hotels all the time. And I, I get it; it's a grind, and you yeah, can choose that. Yeah. But to say that airport filth, I love it, is why you have to quit. It's like you're kind of just saying you're you you do not want to do yeah. anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: done. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not enough money. There's just not enough money to make him
2: get on a plane, and that's a fucking probably a great feeling. It's gotta be a good feeling, yeah. but I, I will yeah. also say, so does Kenny Wallace like never want to travel anywhere? Like he just wants to be in his home for the rest of yeah, time. That's true. Yeah. Where's he going? Where's he gonna,
1: Oh, here, this is interesting. So here, this is a quote because he was on a podcast. everybody said I don't know if this was Stacey King's podcast. i probably it not. It probably was. Well, yeah, that, I can see a real yep.
2: crossover between a NASCAR guy and a, so, a mid nineties Chicago bull.
1: So you're at the gate. At the airport, and you're waiting for your flight. Somebody nearby is watching a video, and they do not have their headphones in, and it's very loud. <laughs> everybody around you can hear it, and everybody is looking at them. Are you supposed to ignore the noise? Do you move seats? Do you just put on headphones? Or you do? Do you say something to them? What are you supposed to do? Now hold on, this <laughs> this
2: Kenny Wallace. Yeah, is that Kenny Wallace or Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. What's
1: the deal with this video? <laughs> so this 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 actually hits home right here because he says, we were coming back from Cabo and it was packed around our gate and this man is laying across all eight seats with no shoes on and crusty feet, nasty toes. I, t- uh-huh. I took a picture of him because I wanted to embarrass him. But I really like this as an issue. When I want to listen to something, I put the volume real low and I put it up to my ear, but it amazes me the etiquette. So just this past Saturday, I was flying home from Cabo and I, I was at that airport and I was very hungover, Ed. And I scoped all the seats and mm-hmm. I can tell you from experience that 90% of the seats have um, armrests and they have the armrests set. And this is probably most airports. They have the armrests set so that they're so low that you can't lay down on the seats because I was looking and you, (laughs) you can't lay down on the seats under the armrests. Now I did look around and I found a couple spots where they didn't have the armrest seats. But maybe because I am, I can't stoop to that level. I can't be like Kenny Wallace hates. I refrained from moving my my dead body over to the where you could actually lay down if you wanted to. Plus, it's kind of gross to lay across a bunch of seats. I just slumped down in my one seat and waited for them to call my gate. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, former Wimbledon champ. Garbina Muguruza. I've definitely never heard of this person before in my life. Uh, She just got engaged to a fan who asked for a selfie in NYC. That's just great. First of all, who's going to recognize Garbina Muguruza? This is a dude who is way into women's tennis and... He shot a shot.
1: There was a story. Oh, I can't remember the chick's name. She was like one of those tennis players that was more famous for being attractive. Jeannie Bouchard. Jeannie Bouchard had a similar situation a while back where a fan like asked her out on Twitter. Wait a second. Or something.
2: Genie is spelled like a genie. Yeah, G E N I E. Yes, that's what? her. Yeah. Genie
1: Bouchard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's her. That's, that's her, and she's not bad looking. But she I don't. She is attractive. Yeah, I don't think hers went anywhere like this guy. And look how good looking this guy is. The, look. Yeah, he's a model. He's, he's a model. <laughs> he's much more handsome than she is. Like he's the he's the better looking of the couple.
2: I've never heard of Garbunya. Me either. M- Mercurusa the Spanish Venezuelan is beautiful. This this guy's so handsome.
1: So it's look, it's, it's not like he's some, no, no, no offense. His
2: agency agency is like, Hey, she is on this corner. Go, go ask for a selfie. This is, it's, it's not like he was walking home from
1: his shift, driving the subway, you know, like he's like, right. He's a, he's a, he's a Finnish model. Oh, wait. Yeah. He was, oh, he's, he's, Born in Spain, raised in Finland. Yeah, but yeah. 100% good looking, no yeah. matter how it is. No, the man's handsome.
2: Good for um, that. Hot cup, Mark Zuckerberg has been making a big deal out of his jujitsu. Yeah. Well, he got knocked out cold in his first competition, yeah. and now he's disputing it. And uh, you would think there's an easy way for him to dis- dispute it because everything he does is on camera. That's right. That's but right. I'm not seeing it. Any video of it not yeah. happening. He,
1: he didn't have his um, Facebook glasses on or his meta. Yeah. Did, now, did this happen in the metaverse, which I heard was going to be such a big deal?
2: Yeah. Remember, like, that was that was his in with Rogan when he was like, hey, yeah. you're yeah. posting lots of videos of you doing jujitsu. And he's like, yeah, like, uh, that's my passion. That's my life. Yeah. And then somebody tuned him the fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: He, it, which is funny because that's not something to be embarrassed about in jujitsu. Like guys will put you to sleep. Like that's that it's a, it's a fucking strangling sport. Like
2: eventually, yeah, but it's super yeah. funny for this. Of
1: course dude. it is. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Yes. What did we ever get to the bottom of him and his fucking grocery store? Um, barbecue sauce obsession.
2: Um, It was, yeah, it was like sweet was baby race of a joke yeah oh, like he's like yeah. this is a little inside joke we all have because i love it so i put it in every photo or something like he, yeah he's he's not funny he doesn't Isn't, know what yeah. funny is
1: is his does his haircut also fit that description or the and oh, or the look about, on his, his face the white,
2: the white face when he yeah. put all the uh oh, yeah. zinc like, yeah. I'm like hey look I have to put on sure. sunscreen every yeah. day. Yeah. Like every day when I go for a bike ride, I've yeah, got to cover up. Of course. With the white zinc. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. He, He's yeah. a man of the people.
1: After, <laughs> I, I, after publishing our story, I heard from both Mark Zuckerberg and his coach. They both insisted that Mr. Zuckerberg had not lost consciousness. And the coach said that the referee had mistaken his effortful grunting for snores. <laughs> well, oh, we just got to ask his opponent, but he probably already had him
2: murdered. Look, he yeah. he absolutely—if there was there. anything—if there's any level of success, yeah, we would have seen it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He absolutely
1: was put to sleep yeah and that's that's no big deal now hold on i just saw this ex-wrestler takes um second dna dna test to confirm he's not lauren bobert's father do we know about this is is her father terry funk
2: i did read a headline that wrestler confirms he's not her dad but i didn't know which wrestler it was is it somebody we've heard of i hope so oh it is
1: Wait, Ooh. this guy looks familiar. Is it Mr. Perfect? Hold on a second. Former WWE star takes DNA test to prove he's not Lauren Boebert's dad. Oh, Stan Lane, jobber.
2: I never heard of Stan Lane. Wallace Stanfield Lane. Stan Lane. Oh, he's Man. a color commentator, Continental Wrestling Association.
1: Ooh. Also, this appears to be a Tug McGraw situation because... Lauren Boebert's mother is like, actually, your dad is Stan Lane, which is like, just make up a different, you know, bl- say like Lanny Poffo oh, did it or something. No. Or I got that. the hammer I Valentine.
2: Was, yeah. Just a little Wikipedia deep dive. Yeah. And on that Stan Lane. Yeah. And it said he went to this high school. I clicked on it. Who's the most famous alum- alumni? Okay. There's a couple. This is where is this? This is. In Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah, okay. So, Danny Manning went there. Oh, interesting. Pretty good. Yeah? Richard Petty. Ken Jones. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, no one funny attended that high school?
2: No, unless Danny Manning's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Stan Lane.
2: <laughs> 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 And now
1: this, I don't follow this stuff very closely. And I know this Lauren Boberts
2: she's white trash and stuff. She's not bad looking. Like No, I, yeah, she's, she's not bad looking. Yeah. She has fecal remnants for a brain. Though. She is like oh, oh, super yeah. dumb. Yeah. 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 She's like from
1: the, she's from like the meth
2: part of Colorado is my understanding. Like, like quite possibly dumber than Marjorie Taylor Greene dumb. Like really yeah. dumb. Yeah.
1: Um oh this guy was in a tag team and I recognize the manager. It's the dude with glasses. He's they he's in a lot of the wrestling um documentaries I watch. Pro wrestling, I can't read it all. It was, it was the SFLB, the, the mullet era. Good looking guy, Stan Lane. <laughs> not not the father, apparently. They should have got Maury involved.
2: Oh yeah, that would have be been a good yeah. episode. Yeah, totally. Uh and we just got another update, just everybody Please be uh, vigilant. Yep. Chiefsaholic remains at large months after skipping bail. We did this story at the Super Bowl, and we are in June.
1: Now, could this be, listen, I remember back in the day, like once a week on the news, they'd be like, the um, local... The local child support agency conducted a sting operation where they uh, where they offered free Raider tickets. If you just showed up to the Coliseum oh, yeah. and they only they only uh-huh. sent them out to um, child people that were in arrears on their child support. And then when they showed up to get the free L.A. Raiders tickets, they would uh, they would get it handcuffed. Was thing.
2: There was there was yeah. a great uh, there was a little 30 for 30 about that with. Yes redskins
1: oh yeah 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 they They nailed they
2: nailed like 70 guys yeah
1: they would do this this was a regular thing they do in the 80s what if just hear me out what if we talked earlier about the passing of norma hunt what if she is actually she actually hasn't passed and my apologies to the hunt family if they're listening to this and not stacy king's what's burning podcast well, <laughs> if the hunt family is listening obviously i'm in no way am i making fun of the passing of your beloved matriarch but it's say norma hunt
2: hear the name norma too often
1: is that is that not her oh you don't you know you definitely don't it's a it's a great that was,
2: name says Mar- marilyn monroe's name
1: yes norma Jean. so what just hear me out what if norma hunt is actually just sequestered in one of her many mansions somewhere, and they're going to hold a big candlelight vigil for her, and then they're going to have a bunch of undercover cops with
2: earpieces oh, yeah. on because he definitely would show up. Of course he would, and they'd be it's like, "Superman." They'd be like,
1: "Look out for somebody walking around in a wolf." costume and he's and he's like no i'm in disguise in disguise they're not gonna know that my that xavier booba rays here or whatever his name is i'm i'm chiefs that there's a wolf over there he's holding just, a candle yeah. well, that, can't, that can't be the real that, oh no that's his thinking he's like they won't they, what's the last thing they expect me to show up as chiefs a so I'll just come as Chief Saholic, and they'll think it's a different Chief Saholic, and then I can pay my respects to the great Norma Hunt and the Hunt family.
2: I think there might be. I think this that might. Be I what's think. Going that, on. I think that. I think that might be yeah. the, the way to do it.
1: I like that idea. Okay, let's do some voicemails.
0: He's so easy to hate. Your
1: time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great, hey, hey. his calls
3: are far from great, hey, hey. he's such a stupid fuck,
0: he sees down on his luck,
3: his voicemails really
1: suck, his voicemails really suck, no one's enjoying him, he's so annoying, plus so fucking boring, and worthless, but he's got else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. Okay, a couple voicemails here. First and foremost. Oh. Hey, ballers.
0: Oh. Shady Shady Katie here. Shady You're Calling because I heard that map Matt- in Fenway is soon to be That's Matt right. in Cincinnati. That's right. And I don't think it's crazy to move here. Cincinnati, Ohio was just voted the number one place to live by some magazine somewhere. That's but right. it's an affordable city, there's a lot going on, the food scene is incredible. I know that he loves my neighborhood, North Side, but I also wanted to put in here that I am one of the best realtors in the city Hell. and I'm not making that up. Yeah. I'm in the top 1.5% of all realtors within Cincinnati, so if you are moving here, I would love to help you. Hit me up, Matt. All right. Thanks, guys. This, this is what I said last
2: that's, week. Yeah, that's the person to know, yeah, for sure. Totally. She is. She's a fucking machine. She is. She's selling houses on the daily, a couple of houses a week. That's, and yeah. has a connection to a bar. You can <laughs> also have your local watering hole. Her, and a home. Her old man owns a bar. Like, it's this is this is uh, you're welcome,
1: Matt and Finlay, for the hookup. Here's another one.
0: Sorry for the double oh. call. Wanted to say Cincinnati has about 3 million people in oh. the uh, metropolitan area. Yep. So it's like three 3 million or 3.5 million. So it's not a huge city, but That's it's pretty big. big. Uh, and that's encompassing Northern Kentucky mm. and um, mm. Western Indiana. Mm. All right. Thanks. buddy. You
1: yeah. left those parts out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Across the river.
2: Yeah. That's the problem. That's, yeah. that's where the uh, days end with the, uh, the gym. Right? Where uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where your mayor. Yeah. That's <laughs> paid yes. Paid
1: for a check. For R- RIP our guy. Uh, okay. Here's another one.
4: All right. Guys, this is Steve in H Town. A couple weeks hey, ago, y'all were talking about.
1: Now, Steve's always coming. Up. Well, he's not always coming on here. And look, I like Steve. Steve's a good guy. Steve Beninga. But uh, he's he's trying to be scary with this voice, right? Like no, he's he's well, not. Hang on, a second. What? What?
2: he has come on v- and, much deeper. Scared. Oh so yeah, okay, yeah. He's got a deep voice, but this. Yeah. Look, there was one time he called in and he was yeah super he's deep. terrifying. This is this is this is
1: fine. He's terrifying, and I know I, lo- I love Steve. He's a great guy. Also, is are I know I've I've made tried to make this connection with other people before. Right. Do we think Stephen H Town is a rest in peace guy? Hold on, hold on a second, just. What button did I make it here? Okay. Okay, hold, listen. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I think it's not deep enough. It's not
3: it's got it's got
1: he's putting a twang on it. But
3: you won't laugh no more.
1: Yeah. This is he won't smile Beautiful song.
2: No beautiful song. He won't he won't
1: fuck no more. no more. Oh, yeah. you laugh. We won't laugh twice. Won't We're gonna laugh, laugh again. No won't fuck no more. So dearly to Let's, let's body. let him finish.
3: We
1: hope you raise your Okay, now hold that. Now hold that. Now listen here.
4: The
2: death of the great Ray Stevenson no. from Rome. No, and also- you don't think so? It's too deep. Yeah, right. His voice is too deep to be that voice. Even yeah. though that voice is moderately deep. This is a very deep voice. And what I do know about Steve, he is a cinephile. He knows a lot about movies. He's he's recommended many to us. I
1: think he may have been one of my Cobra recommenders. He is he no, he's a good dude. Steve's been with us a while. He's yeah. I even I even sorted his credit card information out for him one time on Red Circle. That's how <laughs> that's what I'll do for you. So
4: Punisher War
1: Zone. Uh I don't know how familiar you are with Punisher War
4: Zone, but it had the not. great no. Jimmy McNulty in it from the Wire. Oh,
2: yeah. And he if was, you're not familiar with yes. He was talking about Ray Stevenson. We talked about the dude yeah. from Rome, Rome that just died. Yeah. Yep. He See, I don't think I think I saw the Punisher
1: with the dude with the big dick, that Mickey Mantle in it. Thomas yes. Jane.
2: But there's been like a ton of other yeah. Punisher I, I think
1: this guy was the Punisher after that,
2: right? With the movie, I would highly recommend you go back and
4: watch it because <laughs> it is so horrible. Oh, you thought multi accent was bad in The Wire? Yeah. It's completely bad in this movie. Oh, it might even deserve the Baller Lifestyle treatment.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm up and, to that. Uh,
4: okay, one more thing. Daily's choice, oh. Wall Street edition. Oh. oh, Ed, you're at your old job in Wall Street. To the left is the head guy, the CEO, the big boss. Yep. He's getting his private bathroom remodeled that way. So he's pissing with the regular folks, the piss ants. To the right is the office poon, excuse me, the office poon hound. Yeah. the road guy. He's just a regular dude on the floor that trades like everybody else, but he slays it. He gets all the women. So you're between the two. Who are you going to check out? The CEO or the guy that gets it. Later guys have Steve Beninga. Hold on.
1: Long it's the right. choice. It's
0: the choice I make. Choice. Watch me while you shake.
1: Steve Beninga coming in with the, uh, with the Andre the Giant versus Wilt Chamberlain level question, cause this is a fantastic Daily's choice. A great question. Of course, this is a game we play. Ed Daly walks up to a, a urinal at either adjacent urinal is another usually famous gentlemen or in this case somebody he works with he's only got chance a chance to look at one penis who's it gonna be ed the ceo the big fucking boss who's who's let's hey not to stereotype but it's likely that he's gonna be circumcised okay that's all i'll say that's all i'm gonna say there (laughs) there's a good chance he's circumcised the guy on the right the office prune hound he's out there he's Every fucking night he's down there at hula Hands and in the lobby and he's just crushing a different model, and you're like, how does this guy do it? What has this guy got? Which is it, Ed? The 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 near billionaire or the Pussyhound billionaire?
2: Um I think it, it's a good question. <sighs> it's it's a hard I'm, one. I'm going with the boss. Yeah, wow. Because I already imagine the Coxman, he's working with something good. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot of those over the years. Yeah. But you I only bet. have one boss. That's right. That's true. That's true. Like, you only have one guy who's a, a titan of industry. And yeah. you have to wonder. Yeah. He, it could go either way. Is he Is he just super confident because he's got a big old hog? Or is he like pulling a Napoleon yeah. type deal? Like he's overcoming something. So I, I'm just curious either way. Yeah. Whereas I know the Coxman is working yeah, with something. He's got something nice down there. Wow.
1: I mean, I could go either direction. That is a tough, tough. That is one of the great.
2: It's a great. It's, yeah, it's one of the tougher ones. Had. Yeah. One of I, the tougher ones. Because
1: I don't really, I don't know if I want to know what the boss's dick looks like, but then aren't you kind of curious and similar with the poonhound? You don't, you don't want to look over and be like, Oh, that's it? Like that's all he's got, and he's still
2: and he's still pulling all that. Like it's not even. But if you even. If up. you ask me this question tomorrow, yeah. I might go the other way. That's right. Like it's yeah. a, it's a great one, tough one. Okay,
1: thanks for that, Steve.
2: Here's another one. Yeah, Steve.
4: and oh, H Steve again. I figure since everybody's calling back twice, that's it's right. my turn. Yep. Uh, Brian, you're absolutely right about preventing hiccups. Oh my god! You gotta jam your finger down your that's throat, right. man. You just gotta. I've been doing it for years, yep. man. You just gotta know that magical moment. When that air comes out, to stop yep. before yep. you vomit. Yes. Because if you do it too long, yeah, you're going to lose your lunch. But, man, it works, and it, it works so good, and it feels so good. You just, man, yeah. you don't want to be all bulimic, yep. and you don't want to peek up your lunch. It's true. But, yeah, that's the only thing that's worked it for me for the last 15, 20 years. Hiccups suck. Relieve yeah. that pressure, baby. Just yeah. oh, get it, that air out. It, it, it works so, every time. It, it always has. Yeah, it does. All right, later, guys. Thanks.
1: Yes. Yes. So Thank I don't you, like, I recommended that. And I, as I recommended that, I was like, it has been so long since I've had a hiccup situation. Hiccoughs. I, I, you know, I just don't, I just don't go that hard. Like I used to. And then, you know, that was just like a week and a half ago that we were talking about that. And then I, and then I went out of town to Mexico and I, the first day there, I must've had like, I don't know, in the, definitely in the double digits of beers and margaritas. And all of a sudden, Ed, they, they came up, I had that indigestion and it came up and it was, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> and I was bloated and I felt like complete shit. And there was only one way. And I got that finger. I, I excused myself. I didn't make a big show of it. Excused myself. and went to the restroom and I got that middle finger down there and I was like working it. You know, I was like, I was like a, a middle schooler. I was just in there moving that finger around trying to trying to trying to get that gag reflex going and then eventually it's it's almost like it's almost like a it's almost like a burp and a cough at the same time and it's like and like all it's it's it pushes all that air out or whatever's causing that diaphragm muscle to convulse and it's just it's the greatest relief that there is and it also helped me to realize that I never want to be that drunk again. I'm just much too old to be doing that.
3: Here's one more. All right. Hey, guys. Super Lee here. Just want to say a great couple Super episodes. Lee. And uh, Brian, on. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your appreciation of my body.
1: Okay. So I made one comment that I saw a picture of, of Super Lee on Twitter. And the dude's a fucking unit. Like, he's not. A he's a big, big dude. dude. And he, he won't let me forget my appreciation of his body, <laughs> which I don't really. That's not how I worded it. Lee, I'm just saying you're you know big guy
3: um, I think it's sliding and getting worse but the fact that you think it's still there is it means the world to me man I appreciate that um also hope you guys like the gift pack I sent you I can't you talking bad about gummy bears they're delicious those albanese ones they're fantastic get, get target definitely an amazon they stay soft they're flavorful they're amazing and you know i want to see you get those gains once you get in the real 405 club brian oh, come on. So, uh, you know have some of those after your workout mixing some five-by-five some pre-workout beforehand of course afterwards that was too big don't worry man don't get worried also shout out to my man chuck snow great guy sst man is awesome did not know him before this podcast amazing up. got together at the brewery dude is absolutely amazing and awesome makes an un- unbelievable homebrew beer um guy is unbelievably better person than he's a brewer he's a good brewer so uh just shout out to him thanks to you guys love you guys all oh take care God, i love that i just love hearing this love stuff that.
2: but uh yeah he, he, lee was the, the one who introduced us to salted nut rolls that's right and then these gummy bears yeah like so it's got a real sweet tooth i, I, I know very little about minnesota Me either me like, I know Mary Tyler Moore. That's right. I know Prince, uh, uh, the replacements. What was it? Kent Herbeck had the, the Bible verses on his batting gloves. Mm. Yeah, no, that was Gary um, Gaetti.
1: Wasn't that Gary? No, Ga-
2: that G- was Gaetti, P- not Herbeck. Pete, and Schlitz- Pete, had-
1: Pete Schlitzky, who did not grow up rich but lived next door to uh, Gary Gaetti. <laughs> Guy yeah, because that that's totally yeah.
2: what not rich people yeah, do. Exactly. Next door to ballplayers, yeah. and then Dan Gladden had the mullet. He did. He's, and he and he scored that winning run in uh, Game Seven when uh, Jack
1: Morris pitched uh, like ten innings, ten shutout innings or something.
2: Yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then they had the uh, the coach who wore the blue blockers. Oh, Tom Tom, Tom Hanneran. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's and and you know we know Ragnar. Yeah, yeah. but what I'm learning, I love Ragnar. With all of this delicious candy, yeah. is it like Willy Wonka's factory in Minnesota? What, what's going on? Why do they well, have better candy than New York City? Because it's so
1: fucking cold there, Ed. You can't. You, there's four feet Why of snow they have on such the ground. Good
2: candy.
0: I
1: know they're candied up. That's a, that's a good question. To the, yeah. to the teeth. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 an interesting place. You know. It's. Uh,
2: I've never Good been. Fan.
1: I've never been. but Good I Good for like us to go. for knowing Lee yeah.
2: and great guys. and his candy recommendations and donations. Yes, no, much he, appreciated, he a great guy. And Snowjet SST, who is who's a home brewer,
1: he's also he's also a collector like a musical. Yeah, he's also a he's a collector of um of vintage hi fi gear, which I which okay. I am interested
2: in. You he got al- me worried. Collector of oh, vintage, he, we had been talking about mo- Nazi memorabilia. Oh, yeah, he, well, so he, I, was, I, I was afraid I was afraid you were going to say that. I,
1: he oh, he may collect that as well. I don't know. No he, way. He also recorded this beautiful song for us. <laughs> Let's not forget, I know, you know, I didn't want to list it first, but it is pretty important. He's the one that introduced us to his battle with the debilitating case of Peyronie's disease. Oh, man. And we wouldn't know what that was. You know, we'd see that Ben Carrot commercial and we wouldn't have known anything about that if it wasn't for our dear friend Chuck Snow SST.
2: Great guy. Great, great guy. Great guy. He was in New York one time and he asked if I was around and, oh, and I would have met, big met time with him. He big-timed him. No, but like I, I, I would, I would love to meet people, but yeah. I, I definitely he, he, like you said, yeah. Do you need some I warning? Had like, I had like six hours to know if I was yeah. in or out. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's Something like that.
1: No, look, I mean, one time Pete Shalitsky came and I'm like, oh yeah, meet me at this one bar, and he's like, okay, uh, how's Wednesday at nine thirty? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, I mean, there's only, only so much I can give here. Uh, one quick email, it just says, this is from our buddy Matthew Richards, I happened upon this picture of Bob Arino on his private jet. What are the odds that this guy wears a full captain's uniform on his own jet? The odds have to be plus 1000, because of course yes. he does. Yeah, no, he does. He, I've he always does. have seen pictures of yeah. him in a captain's outfit, yeah. of course. He, he is, it is one of those things, though, where it's we make fun of him, but he's a very accomplished pilot. Like He's rated to fly 747s. I think... I know it might be kind of like a um, kind of like a Bill Cosby situation, but he's he's a captain with Qantas. Like he's like he's he's has like an honorary job or something. He's something with Qantas because
2: what we know about Qantas from the movie Rain is they've never crashed, never crashed, they wouldn't give that honorary captain thing out. That's true. Whereas Temple University That's named true. him That's Dr. Cosby. That's a really Cosby, good point. That's a really good cool point. Yeah. And then he put Dr. Cosby, like Dr. He Cosby. He ran with that shit. Yeah. He ran, like he <laughs> yeah. referred to himself as a doctor, even yes. though it was like the honorary celebrity yes. doctor. That is, that is a
1: really good point. He was, walk- he was playing a doctor. And you would you think it was weird that he played a gy- gynecologist on his – TV show, yeah. and that he had, and that he made, um he made barbecue sauce that made all the bitches horny, and then
2: yep, and and, and, I would, and he was doing appointments in his house. Yeah. I would re- recommend anyone to watch the uh, like three part thing uh that W. Kamal Bell. Yeah, we, oh yeah, we need to talk about Bill Cosby. I think it was Showtime. It was very good because they show some of the women that accused him as guest spots. They played like pregnant women visiting his office yeah. on the Cosby show. Oh really? Like, oh yeah. Oh. And like, and then like, they're like, Hey, the lunch break. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take two hours instead of my usual hour. And we're good. And this yeah. particular extra is going to come to my trailer with me. And Oh, wow. Fucking oh, wow. creeper. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So John Travolta has, and I don't think I'm signed in here. I think this might be an incognito window, but just an FYI, John Travolta has a LinkedIn pilot for Qantas Airways at Qantas. Pilot for Qantas Airways, July 1981 to present, 42 years. So I'm just saying, and we have mutual con- connections. So I look, I might try to friend him up. Captain John Travolta is the worldwide ambassador for Qantas airlines. Winner of the American Institute of aeronautical engineers award for excellent in aviation and worldwide promotion of the airline industry holder. No, this is, this guy does not fuck around holder of eight jet licenses including Boeing 747, Boeing 707, Gulfstream 2, Hawker 125, Lear 24, 25 and 36, the British Vampire jet and the Canadair CL-41 Tebuan jet. This guy is this guy is the real deal. John, John Travolta. He's you know, he puts his mind to something, he gets it. Good for him. Um let's do some let's talk about some stuff that's not sports. Forgot which button it is right here. Well it's time, it's time for non sports, not sports, segment segment on the baller lifestyle podcast. Non-sports, not sports, non sports, non-sports, non-sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports, not sports, non-sports, non-sports,
0: Segment.
1: Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not said not almost said sex?
2: Well um, Oh no, this definitely has to do with sex. Uh hey. Al Pacino, 82-year-old Al Pacino, is welcoming a child child with his twenty-nine year old girlfriend. You're an absentee landlord.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: <hoo-ha>. <laughs> I just I just shot it right in. <laughs>
1: Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes, or go to the dot com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Daly and the man, Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Reviewing some movies and shows and others, top podcast man. No one is above us, five star. Even the haters love us, and we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man. You know the shit's on top. Top podcast man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller, and you know the show is flawless.